0: Love, talk Radio With
1: so much going on in this world it's imperative that you stay tuned in to current events and your intuition all while expanding your awareness Talking with Tina holds space for you to call in for many intuitive tarot and medium readings learn about ways to raise your vibration and stay in touch with the latest Let's talk. Good evening and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Talking with Tina. Y'all, I was thinking about our show yesterday and what we're going to discuss today. And I was just thinking, and I got, I got as far as talking with Tina, right? Like, what does that even mean? Where is that going? And so some of the topics that were coming up for me are, are pretty intimate, good friends, good people, right? And then more was coming through for me as I was thinking it's not just about talking with Tina, but it's about talking. And I know that sounds so easy. Maybe that's a four-letter word. Sounds so easy to think about, right, and consider. But when it comes to really talking we're not going to even speak on the listening part. We're just going to talk about the talking part. There is a lot, a lot there. The word as it is. It's huge impact, huge responsibility. And we're going to expand a little bit on that. But just want to share with you, when it's talking with Tina, it's talking with you. And that includes listening, right? I'm not gonna get to the action part. It's a whole different topic. So thank you for listening, tuning into Talking with Tina. Y'all are calling number seven six oh eight 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 five seven zero zero seven six zero eight 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 five seven zero zero. If you have never called in before, if you have called in before, if you're thinking about calling in before, y'all just do it. Just do it. There's no harm. No harm in acting on what you feel is right at the time. Right? There's no problem with that. So trust your intuition, is what I always say. Trust your intuition. Trust your decisions. 760 888 5700 Y'all, we're going to speak a little bit on numerology. And I like to bring that into the fold just as a little bit of insight, a little bit of aspect to the tarot. And when we talk about numerology, I always say there's not one thing, moment, definition, example, picture, anything that describes who and what you are. It might be you in a moment, but it is definitely not you forever and ever. So what I usually bring in with the numerology is a little bit of the characteristics of that particular number let's just give you some insight on what's shaken down or what could be shaken down. In addition to everything else you have going on, right? Always for your consideration. Numerology, certain characteristics, and I always say, you know, 8 o'clock on a Monday morning is not the same thing, does not have the same feeling, vibration, energy as 8 o'clock on a Friday night. Even 8 o'clock on a Wednesday morning doesn't have the same vibration as Monday at 8 o'clock, right? And so that's what numerology can bring a little more insight and awareness and when we're looking at tarot here's the deal y'all 78 cards in a deck and i speak more on the cards and a little bit of history sometimes some of the symbolism but i'll tell you what tarot isn't it's not a fix it's not an answer it's not a definitive direction on what you should do and where you should go a way to further understand maybe gain a little bit of insight to what you've got going on in your world and to what your questions are. I'm going to tell you this too. You can ask whatever it is you want to ask. I'm here to, I'm here to support and read for you and share with you what comes through. Without a judgment, it's your question, right? Tarot is going to share with you God, source, spirit, however you want to see it. It's going to share with you what it wants to share with you. So sometimes... We might come to the table with a question about work, but in our heart of hearts, our question is really about relationship. Or in our heart of hearts, our question is really about finding the security we're looking for. So when you come with a question, come with an open mind. And that's the hardest part, right? Coming with an open mind. So 888-5700-760-888-5700 is our call in number. When you do call in and we connect, please be in a place of or without distraction so I can hear what your question is and fully be in tune to what you have going on as much as we can be. Please do share your name. And I always love hearing from where you're calling. I love hearing how quickly and fast we can be connected, even just through a phone call. 760-888-5700. Y'all can find out more about me at IHearTarot.com. I-H-E-A-R-T-A-R-O-T dot com. That being said, I do believe we have a caller on standby. My love, are you there? Hello? Hi, you're on the air with Tina. Who is this? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I
0: think you're talking to me, aren't you? (laughs) I, I sure am, my love. Can you hear me okay? Uh, the connection is kind of bad, and uh, um, I don't know if it's on my end or your end. It just uh, keeps kind of going in and out. It's a, on it's the a floor little body
1: too. Oh, that's much better.
0: It is it's just is really choppy. It's really choppy, so I'm having a hard time hearing uh, uh, you in full. My love, can you so, hang up and try to call it right back? Oh, in no, no, no. you call so, back. That's a little bit better right now. I okay.
1: Now. Yeah. That's why I went, Okay. So you can hear me pretty completely? Yes. Yes I can. Yes. Oh, all right, my love. Okay. And and what is your name? and Where are you calling in from? Um, Allison in Arizona. Oh my love. Well thank you for tuning in. Uh what You're is the awesome. question? How can I support?
0: Um you know, I know Toro really well actually, so that's kind of one of the one of my early uh, studies in the metaphysical. Um, just hey, like, can you just kind of do a general for the next, uh, let me see, what it is this, March, m- uh, March, month and a half? Can you kind of, yeah, just definitely. Put a, put some, I got a big life change coming up in the next, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, toward the end of March. I mean, I'm sorry, in okay. April. Okay. And yeah. uh, let's just kind of see what what jumps out for the cards on next? What might be coming through? That's a,
1: You know, Alison, it's a beautiful question. A general question is, what do the cards want me to know or what do they want to share? So I'm just shuffling after yeah. I hear your question, but we can definitely look at that. And you're asking for the next yeah. 90 days, some months and a half, but uh, of, uh, uh, let
0: me see. I would say, um, uh, let me see. This is middle of March. I would say middle mm-hmm. of March, middle of April 30. No, oh, closer to sixty days. Okay. We can than that. do that. Yeah, let's that.
1: See what they want to share. month and a
0: half. Month and a half. Forty-five days. Month and a half.
1: <laughs> okay. Kinda. I love it. Love you being clear. Thank you. So let's go ahead and see.
0: I love what's coming through here.
1: Okay. 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 Yeah. So I'm going to pull a couple more cards because I just want to get a little more insight, but I'm going to share what was coming through first, and then we can look at these, okay. these next set of cards. So, my love, I'll tell you, and I love that you are familiar with Tarot because when I start to share some of the numbers and um, the cards, you're, yes. you're uh, yep. kind of on board already. So let me just tell yep. you, my love, you, be- you begin – I almost feel like what they're saying is you're beginning and ending with a 10, So 10 is all about this cycle is done. It's ready to start something different. 10 is all about fulfillment and completion, right? Now, the hard part about that is sometimes you have to empty your cup to fill your cup. And it's tough for us to pull away from that, right? Because we don't want to lose certain things or pull ourselves away from certain things. But we're also drawn to other things, right? And so Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, it, it might be for you although you, you really feel solid to me, you're coming through as really solid and prepared, it might be a little bit more than you expected, but you're going to get to where you want to go. And the vision for you that's coming through, Allison, is almost like you're driving along, you know, on a road, on a dusty road, and you've got this covered, and all of a sudden you hit this huge bump, and you go airborne, and you're like, whoa. But when you land... <laughs> which is a little bumpy, you like, your back, your grip is back on, and you're, like, Woo and it kind of, like, sparks you again and re-energizes <laughs> you again. And you're, like, oh, my gosh, there it is. I haven't seen where I'm going all the time because that bump, you had to hit that and go over it, right? And then you're, like, oh, my gosh, there it is. I, I'm, I know where I'm going now. So <laughs> just if, if you feel like you have to kind of stand and make that bite in the middle, my love, that's when you're, like, on the woo on the airborne part of your trip, right? And then you land. Yeah. And I I tell you, whatever you've got going on, if this has been a long process or, uh, you know, in the making, man, it's going to be done almost before you even remember it was still there. So it's going to be, I don't want to say a whirlwind, it's going to be very specific. Beginning, middle, and done, here it is. Like, you won't even be in that old space long enough to talk about it because you're gonna be in that new space and just going. So just know that when you're feeling like I shouldn't have to fight for this, I shouldn't have to make this stand, that's just part of it. That is just part of the trip and you see your vision, you see your direction after that so you're coming interestingly enough you're starting with a 10 of cups and that's kind of what i was saying it's reversed the getting where you're Mm -hmm. ending yeah right Uh and my love you're ending with a 10 of swords which you know you've seen the 10 of swords and for those of you listening for the first time it looks very dramatic but my love there's nothing to go past this isn't i've I've done all i can i've put out all i can it's time for me to move on and everything that needs to go is gone and you get up and you move on so um, yes, my love. And I pulled a couple extra cards just because those tens were so solid, right? And yeah. then I'm seeing a beautiful knight, or excuse me, page of cups. And then I see the strength card, my love, and then I see it a two of rods. So you, I mean, you're just going to pick up and keep moving. Like I said, for some reason, it is like the past wasn't there and, or you've let go of it so well or made peace with it. Whatever it is, you yeah. are just, you know, full steam ahead. And to see that strength card, interestingly enough, eight is our numerology number of the day and that's all about yeah. balance all about you know you know some people say karmic energy karmic relationship but really the way i see it is is who you are inherently in the situation that you are today so there's a lot more mm-hmm. to that you know mm-hmm. and strength is pretty mm-hmm. solid so this part is saying you will have it going on you'll be able to pull from the resources whatever you're doing now to prepare
0: mm-hmm. for the future
1: talking mm-hmm. it away mm-hmm. whatever you're doing all of the stuff mm-hmm. and you know you're doing, the cards are saying, card saying, number one, you do really well with, like, having your own mind and taking your own counsel, so to speak. And so they're yeah. saying, don't worry about what everyone else says Don't worry about people's perspectives or perceptions. That's not no. even a part of what you have going on. You are just, this is what's happening. That's what I'm preparing for. And it comes together really fast. So I know you're saying the next 30, 60, 90. I wouldn't be surprised if things take down a little bit faster once you kind of, like, let go of the reins. Um, and then mm-hmm. see see kind of, and they're saying that, they're saying relax a little bit because you'll be engaged when things pick up again.
0: Yeah. What were the, what were the, so it was the 10 of cups, 10 of swords, mm-hmm. and what was the, and then what was the third one you said? So you, you came through with the 10 of cups, the nine
1: of rods. That was in the middle. That's oh, nine of oh, no, Yeah, that's where you're airborne and okay. you like, You gotta hold, you gotta stay that oh, oh, baby. Gotcha. and then gotcha. mm-hmm, and then you complete with a ten of swords and then what comes to wrap through after that part of the journey, so to speak, is the page of cups, the strength card.
0: She's beautifully in the okay. middle of okay. all of this.
1: And then the two of rods. Okay. Oh the two of
0: oh okay. Got
1: it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And that's your adventure, look- that's you Mm-hmm. Fire, pass, and drive. You know, Rod's is a beautiful suit to have with a new venture yeah. like what you have going on. However it looks, this is you inherently coming out. You're going to find
0: yourself just drawn to where you need to be without even having to consider it. Well, I won't i won't say too much, but everything that you, all the cards are really spot on and your interpretation. I'm moving. I'm making a cross-country move, cross-country, clear across the country on my own. Well, that's not a big deal, but, uh uh, and I'm, I'm leaving behind a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of
1: destruction,
0: and a lot of just uh, negative, negative um, stories. So this is a new beginning for me It's to the right place. So I just oh, kind of wanted love. to give you a, a little perspective. It's not just the right place. It's really the place I want to be and need to be. So very optimistic, and it's really, really a positive move. So I just kind of want to put... Uh, what you said in perspective that's that's what's going on and i'll be out of here in uh in about a month a little over a month but a oh my out. love I'll be, I'll be on the road for, i'll be on the road for a, month, a week and a half it's just a very oh, long drive i'm going across the country yep No,
1: that you know you're saying it's not a big deal but it is a big deal it's even oh, on so many levels by taking action and you know sometimes the hardest part is just being by yourself with your own thoughts, and here you are doing everything packed in a bag, you know, and, and behind you. But so interesting you said yeah. that because, you know, yeah. the vision that came through is you in a car, and then all of a sudden you're there. Ah. And you're right. Oh, you're yeah. leaving, right? Yep. You're leaving this tennis court. Yep. You're leaving all that behind, and then yep. you're coming into this beautiful, rock. just with all your fire, passion, energy drive, and you've got the strength. Yep. I mean, this is so yep. beautiful, my love. I would not second guess a thing you are doing. I'm not. So that's Good.
0: really nice, nice reading. Thank you so much. I'll let you go, and uh, thanks for the really nice cards and uh, for the time. And, and it's a very, very positive reading and a very positive, positive, very positive life. Life. Oh my Change. love, you are so welcome. So thank thank you. you so
1: much for tuning thank in. You. Blessings to you. Thank
0: you so much. Thank you very much. Take care. To You too. Thank you Okay. okay. Bye bye. Now. Thank you. Take care. Uh-huh.
1: Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. You bye. Know, and this is why I always encourage. Okay, let me go back. How to get a hold of it. How to call in, right, talking about taking action. You're listening to Talking with Tina. You can call in at 760-888-5700, 760-888-5700. And this is one one of my favorite aspects. There are so many, but one of my favorite aspects of the show is when anyone calls in with a question, anyone calls in. The message that comes through most often enlightens all of us in some way. Whether it was our question or not, there is some enlightenment that comes through, right? And the more and more we're open to other people's position, other people's messages, other people's journeys, the more and more information comes through for us for our own, right? I know that's kind of trippy, so I'm going to say it again. The more and more open we are to other people's situations and questions and concerns, be more aware or to shed more light onto our own situations. So I really do, and I'm always grateful for anyone calling in with a question, anyone calling in and being vulnerable with a question. And that's the—it's one of the hardest parts. There is nothing easy about being vulnerable. There is nothing easy about being vulnerable and then raising your hand and speaking on it. And there's nothing easy about being vulnerable, raising your hand, speaking on it, and then, and then hearing the answer that comes through or hearing the message, I'll say. Not even the answer. Hearing the message, 760 888 You are listening to Tuned Into talking with Tina. And as I mentioned earlier, it's not just about listening. We get to engage. You get to ask your questions. We get to see what the cards want to come through and say. You know, we're using the Tarot cards, right? And I, I love sharing. I love passing on information. I love getting to share knowledge that way, right? And the Tarot deck, there's 78 cards in the deck. You know, Depending on who and what your experience is or from where, Tarot can have its own rap. It can have its own understanding. It can have its own perception, right? And we're looking at metaphysical and anything that we can't see exactly or that is proved in theory or maybe even faith or belief. It can be really tough. It can be really ominous or it can be really exciting. And these cards have been around for years and years and years, right, since the 1800s, right, years and years and years and years and years, had to do with royalty, had to do with a game, had to do with being painted by an artist, often looking at royalty specifically, right? And then in the 1900s, later 1900s, certain group got their hands on the cards and said, hey, these symbols kind of mean this to us, and hey, we're going to turn this into that, and then we're going to put this meaning the way we see it, and that got even a little more scary. And so these cards aren't meant to answer a diva, be-all, end-all to everything you have going on. These cards are meant, and especially through me. Share with you any message that comes through based on not necessarily your questions, but also maybe what's in your heart of heart. Seven six zero 888 we're going to speak on numerology. It's so the number eight, which is beautiful. Allison totally brought it into the fold, right? Beautiful balance of who and what we are today and what it is we're creating. So kind of a balance of career and also your sense of self. But before we get to that, I want to speak a little bit on a conversation I've had with a close person in my life. You know, and when I say close person, and here's the thing, especially with everything that's going on, we say close, right? And it's like, how do you define that? Is it you're close because you grew up together? Are you close because you talk every day? Are you close because you can pick up the phone as if you never left off? Like, what makes you close, right? And the beauty of that is it doesn't have to be a finite answer. You can instantly be close to someone because that's just where you are with things. It's like you can instantly be sure that you're not totally diving with that person. We know we're talking about a relationship, right, and what was going on and what was coming through for her and how she was feeling. And she was saying, you know, I'm frustrated I have done everything in my power to make this relationship work, everything I could do that I thought I could do to make this relationship work, but it hasn't been a long time, it's been a lot of ups and downs and yeah, there were good times, but now these are pretty bad times and they've been bad for a while, right? And good or bad, I'm I'm saying that loosely because those are just all, our definitions are different and they should be. All of our considerations are different and they should be. But for the sake of this conversation I'm gonna say, you know, it's been it's been rough for the past few, right? I think her frustration and her sadness in that. So I said, well, what made you stay? What made you stay in this relationship if it's kind of been going downhill for a while or you felt like it's been going downhill for a while, but you kept trying and kept trying? And so she said, well, I thought they would change. And I hadn't really considered that as an answer because I wasn't thinking anything past what she was saying. So I said, okay, so they would change. And she was like, yeah, I thought they would change. And then she, you know, went on to say, I shouldn't have to be in that place to fight so hard, which is so understandable, right? So I was thinking a little bit more about that and listening to it. And then the more and more I considered what she was saying, because I could tell it was really meaningful to her. I began to ask myself, Is it really a matter of them changing? Because it's kind of tough in this day and age to really think we all really change. You know, the more and more we change, the more and more we stay the same. But I was kind of thinking to myself, maybe. It's not necessarily a matter of their changing. It's a matter of we could not change them. We were not worth it for them to change. We were not enough. them to change. And I know that sounds a little backwards, right? But as I listen more and more to going on, what the feeling is, why it keeps coming up, and I'm like, okay, but why'd you stay? Why, 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 right? That's always like the toughest question to ask. Why, why, why? So maybe it's not necessarily that we really think someone else is going to change, that we really in our heart, heart think that but maybe it's because we weren't enough or maybe it's because we feel like we weren't enough. And that's a lot of heartbreak right there. That is a lot of heartbreak. Or maybe we felt like we changed for them or made efforts for them and those weren't enough. And it's kind of hard to hold that, hard to consider. Maybe it's not that we thought they were going to change. Maybe we wanted them to change for us because we were enough relationship. relationships,
0: it's, and it's a big question:
1: relationships, finances, career, overall happiness. Those usually come up, you know. Despite all these crazy times, the same questions come up through Tarot, because life, despite it changing, is still the same, right? Which is kind of ironic. So I was talking to another friend of mine, and she said, "You know, the the older we get, the more we change." We might look at it as, oh, we're more experienced, or we know more, or if I knew now what I knew then, but if you really consider it, if you really just stop for a moment and think about you, not even like last year, not even last month, but you today versus you even a week ago, the difference to the level as what you're wearing, and I don't say that to be uh, materialistic, I say that to be what your expression is, right, a week ago from today? Are you putting on your game face? Are you putting on your party pants? Are you putting on your slats, right? Maybe you just woke up this way. Don't care, right? That's what it's about. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing that you're not the same as you were before. It doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing that you don't share the same level, share the same energy you did before. Y'all are calling number 760-888-5700, 760-888-5700. You are listening to, tuned into, Talking with Tina. You're using the Tarot to look at what you've got going on in your world. So when you call, call in with your question, however that looks. I'll pull a few cards, share with you what's coming through. Sometimes we look at tarot and we ask the question, maybe what comes through isn't landing for you right now. And that's all right, right? I don't like to filter. I don't like to add any, you know, color commentary to what you've got shaken down because it's your message. It's yours to know. It's yours to go home with, right? Most often, or it'll come together. And it's usually right when you're sick and fall asleep and you're like, oh, curses. Right? Tough part is asking the question. Tough part is listening to the answer. 760-888-5700, 760-888-5700. So we do have an online question. This is regarding health. So y'all, before I get into the question, I want to speak on that. When we look at, especially, this is one of my, how do I say? I'm gonna share with you how I look at health questions. Because I'm not a doctor, I don't have any medical training, and you should definitely enclose seek a professional right. But I'm going to pull a few cards regarding your question, the energy around your question, and give you that insight. Share with you what comes through regarding that aspect. And when it comes to anything especially as specific as health or anything about the physical body you definitely wanna seek someone with a particular, especially with a particular training. However, this question is regarding the COVID vaccine. And the question is, uh, the, call, the caller is concerned about taking the vaccine. Doesn't feel like they want to and should she, right? So let's take a look, just a look at that question in general and then what might be around that question that comes through. Okay, so what's already coming through, my love, and, and thank you for, for writing in with this question, I see that, oh, my love, yes, I see this card is coming, one of the first cards that comes up for you, my dear, is the nine of cups. This is a fat and happy card. This is like things are coming together. Things are finally not even falling back into balance, but really feeling good, getting settled back in almost into that warm and comfy bed with all the pillows around you, Right. And then just when you're sitting there comfy and fixing to put on your favorite show and you've got your hot cup of cocoa there and you know, you've got maybe a couple candles and the light's just right, and then the phone rings. And you've been expecting a phone call, but it hasn't come in. So you finally, finally put your mind at ease and you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm just not getting that call tonight. And you're not even concerned about it because now you can settle in. And then all of a sudden the phone rings. But the phone is across the room. We seem to make it in the bathroom where it's, like, really loud and really present, right? And you're, like, sitting there. You just got cozy, tucked in. You settled your mind for the night, ready to just to have some you time and not worry about, right, anything that isn't really sticking. And then that phone rings. And they're, like, oh, I'd let to go to voicemail. Maybe I should pick it up. I have been expecting, and all of a sudden, everything starts racing again, and everything that you just lay down, everything that you just put down is back up again, so you need to lay really back, and, and, and almost the vision is, okay, I got my shoes back on, I got my clothes back on, I got, I got to get ready, I got to get my game face on, this call might mean I have to take action, All right, so that was the first part, my love, of what was coming through in your question, and being concerned and being worried, The flip side of it is, and this is where I'm getting your concern, my love, or what's coming through as your concern. I'm going to try to verbalize this because um, energetically it's coming through, uh, but I don't know if I have words because it's almost like if you do, is that going to be the leg up that you need, so to speak, and in your best interest to really kind of lock everything up for you, right, to almost secure everything up. And really almost like lock the, you know, lock the door to anything else that could come out through you health-wise. And I'm not saying that's what this is, this vaccine, but it almost feels like it's all packaged up. Well, if I do this, then I'm locked in. And the flip side of that is if I don't do this, am I losing out on that security that this could be granting me? So it's not so much should I, shouldn't I. It's, Is it the security that I feel like I'm going to get having done this? Or am I going to be losing out? And that's a tough question, my love. I hear what you're asking and why you're asking, and I understand it. Um, and it almost feels like it's more of a concern about what you might – if I almost like if I hadn't done this, then this wouldn't have surfaced for me health-wise because I get health being a concern for you. So let me see if there's anything else that wants to come through. Um, even though, again, it's it's more so about what you might be either not being preventative about or what you might be losing out on,
0: so to speak. So let me see,
1: my dear. And this vaccine is a huge question for everyone. I'm just looking at your cards, my dear. So a couple of things are coming through, and it's interesting because I'm getting – a lot of ones, a lot of newness, right? And this could be what does work for you. So what's coming through more specifically is if you are looking to take this vaccine are you being encouraged to, coming from just the general masses, so to speak, that you take this vaccine, this COVID vaccine, or is it coming through as your healthcare provider, your personal personal doctor, knowing the soups and nets, Everything about what you've got going on health-wise, your history, your future, it's there encouraging it. So ultimately, it's more about are you going to be losing out on something? Are you not losing out on something? But more specifically, is it your doc recommending it because it's right for you specifically? And so that's your ultimate answer. Is this right for you specifically and why? So yes, if we want to put the question of the masses and blah, blah, blah to the side. And you might look at it that way, talking to your doctor, your specific doctor or your specialist, whoever it is, putting all that to the side with everything I have going on and my history, would this be right for me? And looking at it that way, not so much looking at it as, as the way of this is a mass population concern vaccine, but looking at it as this specifically and personally. Beautiful question, my love. Thank you so much for writing in. Y'all are calling number 760-888-5700. 760 5700 Again, this last question was coming through that the vaccine option is out there. The caller felt hesitant to take it. And the question was, should I? And what came through was, it's not about the masses when it comes to you, and I'm going to say this again: It's not about the masses when it comes to you. So it's more of a question of whoever your healthcare provider is, whoever it is, the specialist, whatever, whoever. Knowing my history, knowing what I've had going on, knowing what I might be up against, is this right for me? And letting that be the question, right? And there's valid concern. When people are responding to this vaccine, and I'm going to use the word people loosely, right? When we hear reports of deaths or we hear reports of illnesses or we hear reports of uh, uh, unexpected results or responses or reactions, right? And if your intuition, your spidey sense of tingling your, you know, concern comes up and it keeps coming up in a different way, that's when you get to tune into yourself and listen and ask why. And even if people dismiss your, oh, don't read Fox News, don't listen to whatever, that's not, that's not it either, you know. You are listening to you, and that's the hardest part. And sometimes, you know, especially when we're talking to a specialist or a doctor or anyone that knows our history, it's tough to challenge or question their decisions or their advice. It is. Because how do you, you know, challenge someone that's been in school for however long and then been in practice for even longer, right? It's tough to challenge that. But it's you. It's truly your body. It's about you, right? It's like you taking the syringe or you taking the pill and popping it in yourself, right? You're like, no, 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 let me talk about this before I do it. And if you come to the table with, well, you know, this is a report I've heard, blah, 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 and then it's about, okay, let's talk about me. Is this my best interest? Are there negative effects? Is there anything positive enough to do this? Way out the unknowns, so to speak. So it's right to ask questions. It's even more right to ask someone in a professional or advisory setting because it's about you listening to what's going on, tuning into what's going on. And then what are the benefits? Like ultimately, what are the benefits to this decision long term? But if you're rocking and rolling and you're tuning into your body and your own progress and you're just getting settled in, and it's funny because we're going back to what was coming through initially with your cards, you're just getting settled into that warm and comfy bed, you're finally stretched out, right? Ugh. Kicked off the shoes, you're going to watch a show or a movie that kind of fills your cup a little bit, taking some you time. Maybe you're even cuddled up with someone, right? And that phone is across the way, and then you remember, oh, yeah, I was supposed to do 20 jumping jacks before I got into bed today because I was advised to. And then you stop and think, but this is when I'm finally calm for today. This is finally when I'm settled in and relaxed and letting go. And that's when you get to consider, would you really recommend 20 jumping jacks before or to take me from being settled in, warm, cozy, melting into my space? That's a specific question, right? So back to the original, I'm worried about taking the vaccine, should I? What comes through in the cards is putting everything aside that comes through for the masses. Is this right for you in your situation and your history? Backslash, what are the benefits? Are the potential benefits? Maybe weighing those against, in quotes, the, potential hardships, which are really tough questions because we don't know yet. There's a lot of unknown. So to be asking questions about a very big unknown is not a bad thing. So maybe looking at it that way, there's nothing wrong with asking more questions before you make a decision. My love, thank you for calling with such a great, or writing in with such a great question, especially so current. Y'all are calling number 760-888-5700. 760-888-5700. You know, we were talking about so many things, but we were talking about relationship and sticking in one where you feel like you're on the losing end, where you feel like you're the one that's putting in the effort. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and, you know, she was explaining and sharing with me, it's a long time coming with this relationship. She's put in the effort. You know, she's, um, she's got a, a daughter who's older, you know, she's got a baby who's younger. And we were talking about the dynamics of coming into a relationship, right, with a child and then being in a relationship and having a child or expanding the relationship, right? And we like to think it's kind of easy. You know, there's words for it and, you know, blended families and all that beautiful way of describing, you know, who we are and how we are. So we were talking about that. And she was sharing with me not only her perspective, but the perspective that she has to have on behalf of her daughter. And then the perspective she has to have on behalf of her baby. That was a lot. It hadn't occurred to me, right, when we come into relationships, however you describe it, whatever it is, we're coming in with more than one perspective to this relationship, any relationship, but especially a romantic, intimate one. So the more and more we talked, the more and more it occurred to me that we come into a relationship, not just holding our own fire, our own torch, but in the case of having children, you're not only holding that for every one of them, one, two, three, four, five, six, however many it is, right? So you're holding a torch for yourself when you come into the relationship. You're making your stand. You're ready to draw that line if you need to. So you've got that torch, and you set it down on the ground. And then they have their torch because they're holding it, too. And we like to think it's for each other, and we want it to be for each other. So they put their torch down. And we're like, cool, your torch down, my torch down. All right, we can talk about this, right? We're by the fire, heating. And the more and more we talk and the more and more we communicate, we realize that we have to put that torch down for our children. For those people in life, we're gonna say children for now, but it's always more than just the children, right? So we're gonna put it, touch our torch down for our child, one, two, however many it is. And then they're gonna do the same thing. They're gonna put the torch down for their offspring, we'll say to be specific, whether it's one, two, three, or zero, right? So just visualizing this, they set their torch down for themselves, you do the same, and then you lay down the torches. For those you carry it for, whether it's your children, grandparent, family member that lives with you, where you find yourself committed most of your time, where your heart is committed, right? And so then the further and further we started talking, we were looking at and discussing past histories. For example, this is a family I came from. This is a childhood I, ha- I wanted and I had. Or excuse me, this is a childhood I had. So I'm like, wow, that's a really good point. We're also coming from our childhood. So then we put that torch down because we're always carrying a torch for our childhood. Y'all, we love to think that we're all past it and, you know, we're all good and we're adults now and we're all grown up and we're not carrying you No, we're still carrying it. <laughs> we're still holding it. some for our fashion. we are still holding our childhood, right? So now we're sitting here imagining or just envision this, right? You've got that torch in your hand for yourself. It's the first one you put down and often the biggest, as it should be. And then, because it's never just about us, you've got that torch that you've been carrying for your children, however many that is. Wherever they are in the world, it doesn't matter. You are still holding that torch and carrying it with you because they are a part of you. You lay those torches down and they put those down. Well, I say lay them down. We'll say put them in the ground, right? Whether or not they have one, zero, three, doesn't matter. They put them down to you. And then whatever torches we're carrying for loved ones, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, whoever we see, care for, love for frequently, that shares that part in our heart, right? So we put that torch down. And now we're putting the torch down for our own childhood, for where we came from. However that looks, we're laying that down. So just envisioning this, that's already a lot, right? And it's just you face-to-face with this person. But when you really consider it, you are caring so much more than just you. You are fighting for, standing for, representing more than just you. It's for yourself. It's for your daughter, your son, aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad that you're going to lay and hold space for. And so are they. And then, just when we think, wow, that's a lot. And then, We're gonna carry that torch for what we want in the future, what we'd like to see, what we are trying to create. Not even necessarily what our goal is or what we envision, just what, maybe simply put, what we don't want. We're holding that torch, that space. So when it comes to this relationship and it comes to struggles, come to the table frustrated and saddened, maybe feeling defeated, maybe feeling unheard, unspecial, unwanted, unvalued, really what we're coming to the table with is everything we might think we shared but necessarily isn't seen, right? And it's tough. Y'all, you know, we always say relationships are tough. We always say marriage is tough, committed relationship is tough. Yeah, it is. And it's tough not just because of communication, but it's tough because you do not only turn yourself out, inside out, for what it is you are in the relationship, but you're also going to turn yourself inside out for what it is you're holding, that space for your children, that space for your, for your younger self, for what you are not going to have in your life this time, and that space for what it is you want. And if you envis- envision each of those aspects as a torch, And you put yours in the ground and they put theirs in the ground and you start to match back and forth. That is a big, big line of fire, so to speak, on each side. And that can be intimidating. Wow, their fire is way bigger than mine. Their line surpasses mine. And that can be intimidating. It can be easy to get lost in, too. And then maybe we focus on just one of those stakes and we go for it. Or maybe we look at all of the stakes and it's too much and our eyes hurt. So, y'all, I just want to share with you, it is not easy to be in a relationship that's so easy to say. It is about everything we don't say, everything we're fighting for in our heart of hearts that we think we've said or shared that maybe hasn't come through. So there's a lot. There's a lot, y'all, that comes to relationships. Even if you don't have kids, even if you've never been married, even if you, met, you know, meet each other fresh out of, whatever, university, whatever you want to call it, any aspect of yourself, you're coming in holding a torch and holding space for those you love, for those you would stand for and represent. You're holding space for that you that you want to protect and take care of. And you're holding space for what it is you want to create. That all we get to see, all we know about each other is what we see in front of us. And it really opened my eyes having this conversation about how much we bring to the table, but we also ask. And that, that leaves a big opening to feel like we didn't receive. That leaves a big opening to feel like we weren't heard. you call are calling number 760-888-5700, 760-888-5700. You are listening to Tuned Into. Talking with Tina. Yeah, we use a tarot. to Give a little bit of insight to what's shaking down in your world. Whatever message comes through that wants to share itself. And I love tarot for a number of reasons, as you know. But I also love it because it shares with you what it feels like you need to know. You can find out more about me. Become more familiar with my readings at IHearTarot.com. I-H-E-A-R-T-A-R-O-T dot. Click on my Facebook page and you'll see some past videos with live readings just to get an idea, put a name with a face, so to speak. Here we talked a little bit about the number eight for numerology, right? Never putting into, and really no need to put into, all into one number per se, but just get a little bit of insight, you know? And when we look at the number one and seven for today, we get the number eight. Wow, which one of you gets that one faster, right? So when we look at the number eight, y'all, this is, if you kind of squint your eyes and tilt your head to the right or left, you'll see maybe what's called an infinity symbol, right? So when we see that, there's a lot of of balance. And y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. When we talk about karmic relationships, karmic debt, past lives, all that good stuff, I definitely can get behind that. But I'm not even close to a specialist, not even close to a professional, when it comes to numerology, symbolism, to be honest with you. But when we look at the number eight, when we look at infinity through to me as a balance in your life today, because even today, no matter who and what and where you are, you have, we've heard this before about ourselves, you have died and been reborn so many times. So many times, you probably don't even notice it anymore because it's just a part of who and what you are today. So we're looking at the number eight. A lot of times it talks about the balance of where you are today and your karmic history, your karmic experience, and what, what kind of helps you as a tool to where you are today. It comes through for me, and I share this with you, as being not only abundance but a balance more specifically. And when I say abundance, I don't want you to think, okay, it's all about money or it's all about family or it's all about one thing versus everything else. It's about all of that being in balance, however it should be. Kind of get your head around, right? So the analogy I'm going to give you is having a car and you get the tires balanced, right? I'm going to try not to mispeak on this because I'm not not that keen to know about cars. But even though you have four tires, two in front, two in back typically, Not each one of those tires is going to have the same pressure in order for that car to be in balance, right? I know it sounds funny. You think, well, shouldn't the front and the other front and the back and the other back have the same pressure in it so that it's equal? Because that would make the most sense. That's not necessarily the case. And, in fact, it's often not the case that lets the car be in balance. Well, the front needs this because of that, and the front passenger needs less of this because of that right? And we don't ever consider that when we think of balance. We think it all has to be equal. Y'all, it does not all have to be equal. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. If for you, being equal and balanced is more you time than people time, then it is balance for you. If more for you right now, more balance for you comes through as working more than playing more, then that's where it is for you right now. And it's there, the number eight says, when you come into finding this spiritual, so to speak, materialistic, so to speak, balance and awareness at least. It's when you come to, wow, I am working way too hard lately. I got to get out, right? And then just imagine
0: that. Oh my gosh.
1: I've just been working way too much. I've been working way too often. The past few nights, you found yourself working, however that looks. And don't let the word "working," trouble you. It's whatever working is to you, right? And you find yourself doing too much. Oh, you find yourself worrying too much, or explaining away too much, whatever the case is, right? We'll say working. And you're like, oh my gosh, I got to get out of here. And then you get this frantic feeling. I got to get out. I got to get out, right? And you get this frantic feeling. And then you make a phone call, and you can't reach so-and-so, and and you leave a message like, hey, what's going on? Thought we'd get together, get a glass of wine, whatever, right? And then you hit someone up by text, and they don't respond. And then you hit someone else by messenger, and they don't respond. Are you getting an auto-reply? And then that feeling of, oh, no, I'm stuck here starts to surface. Oh, no, I'm stuck here. I'm stuck working. I'm stuck working. If I'm not working, then what am I doing? Right. And then you can feel that build up. And then you make maybe another call or you reach out to someone else. And then you're kind of like almost feeling like you're grasping. Right. Oh, no. And then all of that nervousness, that uncertainty, maybe not even nervousness, but that uncertainty starts to surface. Because you've tipped your scales. And you kind of knew it, but you really tipped your scales now. And it's tough to kind of get back on your feet and get balanced. And so maybe that message and that outreach starts to change. Get a little more. Hey, call me back hey, what are you doing? Go out, call me back. All of that starts to come through because you're really beginning to see and become enlightened on what's shaken down for you. So it's kind of like I was saying that spiritual materialistic balance is gone, right? What's filling your cup? Is it that much work? Is it that much income? And It could be, you know, it could be just even the validity of being assigned. It could be the validity of accomplishment, right? But we get, and can get so wrapped up. So the number eight is telling us, ooh, baby, you can slow down and let something go because not everything is going to be equal and balanced in our life. But if it's working for you, it's filling your cup, then it's balanced for you. Now, a lot of times this does the number eight reference career in business. Can't worry about if you're not working, then you're not making or you're not doing or you're not creating. And the cards are reminding you. The number eight is reminding you to stay present to what might be missing or what you're starting to realize is missing. And, again, it's all about you got shaken down. If you did work in more than 40 hours a week plus, that's all you. That's all you, baby. But if you're starting to feel like, oh, my gosh, I haven't, you know, picked up my new – uh, hobby I was going to and I read a book about it two few weeks ago and I finished the book and I signed up for a class and I got all the tools and they're all sitting sitting there ready to go but I haven't taken action because I've been doing work or I've been doing whatever it might be that's occupying your time the most and you can find that, feel that bubble up again, feel that, not even that panicky feeling but it's almost like you already know what you're missing and then you might start to feel like you should grasp at that faster right? And so the number eight is reminding you to bring that into your life, to hold that in your life and really allow it in your life. There's no one, no thing that says you have to X, Y, Z in order to X, Y, Z. I know we like to think that if you want to be really specific and analytical, yes, there are certain aspects that we could say you have to X, Y, Z to A, B, C. Yeah, yeah, there's there's truth to that, sure. But when it comes to you and what's in your heart of hearts, within your true soul, that's what matters the most when it comes to balance, however that looks, right? Career, family, relationships, future you, past you, like we were talking about earlier, what you're bringing to the table, what you might have let go. And that's the hard part, too, when you come to this relationship are you working on your balance, your own self-balance, coming to any new relationship, coming to any new position, what are you letting go of that you can just let go of? What are you letting go of that's hard to let go of, right? And then what in front of you is what you're open to receiving. And that can be difficult because we're like, well, I'm not going to let go of that if I don't know what I'm getting back or if I don't know what I'm going to get to replace it. But sometimes you don't have to keep carrying it. That's just it. Sometimes you just don't have to carry it anymore anymore. And it's about listening to yourself and deciding, do I I even know I'm carrying this? And why am I carrying it? Y'all, honestly, honest engine. The other day, I went through my makeup bag. Anyways, I went through them, and I'm like, why do I have a makeup stick from, like, two years ago? Why do I have this glitter eyeshadow, silver glitter, at that, um, from two years? Like, why do I even have this in my makeup bag? I would never in a thousand years wear this. And I thought back on it. And I'd actually gotten it from, uh, for, rather, a Halloween party that I had gone to with my friend on a whim. He was from out of town. He said, hey, I'm coming in. We're going to do this. And I had my reservations on it. But I said, all right, cool. You made a decision. I'm down. I can do this. And we, you know, dressed up as Day of the Dead. We went and did all this fun stuff. And nothing I'd ever chosen for myself. But we went and uh, did it. And I had no idea how to dress for Day of the Dead. And I picked up a bunch of makeup and just because it was whimsical and I thought it might work and never wore it again. But I kept it. And I kept it and I kept it, kept it. And I was looking at my makeup bag and every time I looked at my makeup bag, I'd pull out all these lipsticks and liners and everything I don't wear anymore. And I keep finding a silver, sparkly, glittery eyeshadow. I'm like, why am I holding on to this? And then I realized because I'm holding on to that memory. I'm holding on to that
0: experience.
1: I'm holding on to that night right and yeah pictures whatever whatever but it was really like god that was just fun and i didn't care and i dug my finger into the eyeshadow to put it on my face and didn't even worry about how perfect it looked or didn't look or that's what i was holding on to and so it's kind of scary to let go of that because i'm letting go of that then maybe i'm not going to have another experience like that with my friend another willy-nilly hey we're going to a halloween party and dressing up let's go get a move on right so kind of again finding that balance for ourselves and okay I can let go of the old makeup <laughs> it's probably way past its expiration date and not even healthy anymore and leave space for what's going to happen next what I'm going to put in its place I don't know what it is I don't know where I'm going to go I don't know when I'm going to need it but I know I keep holding on to it because I'm scared I'm going to need it I'm scared because I won't have it uncertainty what if I need this <laughs> What if I don't have an opportunity to buy another wet and wild sparkly eyeshadow that comes in silver that you apply with your fingertip? <laughs> and I say that because it's true, right? You can go to any store anywhere and get wet, wet and wild, and this is not a plug, silvery sparkly eyeshadow. Because that's all it was. But the idea, the memory, the experience, the letting go part was what I feared leaving and letting go of. Y'all are calling number 760-888-5700. You have been listening to Tuned Into Talking with Tina. Y'all trust your own interest, intuition, trust your own self. Call in. You can also find out more about me at IHeartarot.com, I-H-E-A-R-T-A-R-O-T.com. You can also find me on Facebook and get a live visual of what a reading looks like with me. Again, 760-888-5700. Tune in, look for me for our next show. Until we speak again, take care.